at the history of the church, why is it that in times where the church, where Christians are persecuted, numbers grow exponentially? And yet in times where the church is at peace and comfortable, numbers dwindle and problems happen, like we have today, where people are leaving the church in great numbers and problems arise while we are at peace and we have religious freedom in our country. It's because faith needs to be tested. Faith needs to find resistance in order to grow. It's part of the nature of faith. It's part of the nature of being human in general. And it applies to faith. That we have to face resistance in our faith for it to grow. Otherwise, it stagnates and sometimes dies. We need to come up against that resistance. And that's what happens with Peter. He faces resistance and then gives up resistance in the gospel today. We might not see exactly how Peter is showing resistance because we have no idea what Caesarea Philippi means. Caesarea Philippi was a temple made for Caesar. Caesar, who the Caesar at that time, Caesar Augustus, had the title of Son of God. Why? Because his father, Julius Caesar, claimed himself to be God. And so Caesar Augustus was the Son of God. And this temple was erected for him in Caesarea Philippi as the Son of God. Now, we don't quite hear it in Peter's words in the Gospel of Mark, but in the Gospel of Matthew, this same event when Jesus says, who do you say that I am? Peter doesn't just say, you are the Christ. He says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so in that proclamation of faith that Peter makes, he's not just saying, I believe that you're the Son of God, but he's saying, I believe that you are the real Son of God, unlike Caesar. He's coming up against resistance against the authority of that time. And so he's standing up to the Romans by this proclamation of faith in who Jesus is. But then Jesus goes on to then describe what his life's going to look like. That he's going to be handed over to the scribes and the Pharisees. And that he's going to be killed. And when Peter sees this resistance, he rebukes, Peter, he rebukes Jesus and says, that can't be. It's not allowed. You can't do that, Jesus. And Jesus tells Peter, you're wrong. That is the way Satan thinks. To run away from the resistance, from the test, is to think like humans do. I think it's the same reason that we hear St. James in our second reading talking about this interplay between faith and works. Sometimes the discussion around that passage in Scripture is whether, well, it just takes faith to be saved or we have to do works and earn our salvation. But I think it's more intricate than that. I think what St. James is saying is, if all you say is that you have faith, but you never do works to test that faith, how sure can you be of that faith that you claim to have? That there are people who come to me as a priest and say, oh, I believe in God, and yet... They never come to Mass. They don't do any sort of charitable works, any volunteerism in their life. Has that faith really been given the chance to grow? 
has it faced that resistance that challenges it in order to grow? And there's two examples that I go back to all the time because for me they make the most sense, the most concrete examples of how this resistance brings growth. Exercise and pregnancy and birth. When we exercise, what are we doing? We are willingly putting our muscles under resistance, testing them, even going to the point of tearing muscles for the sake of them growing. That when we go to exercise, we're coming up against what, is, what we think is our limit so that the next time we can grow what our limit is. That's what we do in exercise. We come up against our limit. We come up against what our body is resisting doing so that it can do more. Or a woman who is pregnant. She willingly takes on that burden of growing a person inside her. And that if at any moment she gave up that resistance against that burden of growing life, she would end it. But she willingly takes on that pregnancy and all of the difficulties that come with that, all the way to the point with the greatest difficulty in giving birth. Why? Because of the life that comes from it. And women will go back again and again to this burden, this test, this resistance, because of the life that comes from it. We need to face that resistance in our life. We need our faith to be tested because otherwise it stagnates and it dies. And I'm going to pick on my own generation right now. This is part of the reason why our faith is weak. Because we haven't had to face resistance. We haven't had to have our faith tested. And so it's easy to just set it aside because it doesn't really make a difference either way. Because we enjoy religious freedom, we're not persecuted for our faith, and so we don't face that resistance. We need that in our life. Maybe some who live around here, one thing that's been on my mind more than ever now living out here is our farmers. The test of faith as the weather doesn't cooperate with getting crops off the field. And then in our Catholic tradition, there's a practice that we have that willingly takes up what Jesus tells us we have to do in the gospel today. He says, if you want to be my disciple, you have to take up your cross and follow me. That we can say that we believe in God, but to be a Christian requires that we take up the cross. And so what is a practice that we have in our Catholic tradition that willingly takes up the cross, willingly takes up resistance or testing for the sake of our faith. It's penance. We have penance in the practice of our faith. And penance is willingly taking on resistance, testing ourselves for the sake of the growth of our faith. Now, we do that every year during Lent because the church recognizes that we need a devoted time to focus on that, but it's not just supposed to be for Lent. It's supposed to be a regular practice in our life of faith. We used to have it every Friday. 
We're supposed to still have it every Friday, but when the concession was made that you don't have to give up meat on Fridays, but you can replace that with an act of charity or an, a special act of devotion, well, what happened in the church in Canada was that we just gave up penance on Friday altogether. But the intention, the idea behind that small sacrifice of no meat on Fridays was to just give up something that we like to test our faith for the sake of its growth. In a real way, coming to Mass every Sunday is a small test of our faith. The challenge, especially for you having the 8.30 Mass on a Sunday morning, the test of choosing, what do I do? It was a long week, do I sleep in? Maybe I'll try and get it to one of the other Masses a little bit later so I can sleep in. Maybe this week I'll just miss and get next weekend, but that test to come to Mass, to make the Lord the priority, is a test of that faith for the sake of its growth. We need to face resistance in our faith. We shouldn't be comfortable, because when we find comfort, faith stagnates and eventually dies. Jesus says to be a Christian, to be a disciple of Christ, is to willingly take up our cross to follow him. And so we willingly take on that resistance, that test regularly in our life of faith so that it can be tested and it can grow. Because that's what it means to be a Christian. Mm -hmm.